moms, I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean that we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, including our own, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Welcome back, everyone, to our second episode of When Mommy Grows Up. I am Becca Carnahan, joined by Marie. Hi, everyone. And we are so excited to be back with you today. And Marie's going to kick us off with a story that I know is near and dear to her heart (laughs) uh, and talk about our friend Jane today. Yes. So this week, we decided to talk about uh, Jane. Um, You know, Jane was a straight-A student. She was involved in countless associations. She was called a young activist when she was in high school through college. And she, after law school, she landed a lawyer position straight uh, from school in a large private firm. Um, And she was working mainly in corporate law, which was drifting away from her previous interests. But since it was where she got her internship and first job offered, she found the challenges interesting enough through the years. And she was able to fulfill her passion for human rights, volunteering for the American Bar Association. And then she had her first baby at 33, and she quickly had her second by the time the, the first wasn't even walking yet. <laughs> mm-hmm, been there. <laughs> Happened to you too, right? Sure did. <laughs> so she really thought that she was managing it all for a while. But she had to slowly slow down on her time spent at the American Bar Association. And she certainly had to say no more often to work events. Does this sound familiar? It does. <laughs> it does. Yes. Yeah, so we have a lawyer here today. That's who we're talking about. We're talking about a lawyer. Yes. Um, and, you know, by the time her kids started elementary school, she felt the need to be with them more and to get involved in their after school activities. Yes. Also sounds very familiar. So, so Jane's a lawyer by trade. Mm-hmm. And she had a big passion for it, right? When she was first going into to law school, that was what she was excited about. Yeah, and I feel that's um, the majority of uh, law school students. They get there with such like a passion and ideals. But mm-hmm. sometimes it's when you get your first job, like you, you have to work. And sometimes yeah. you sort of drift away yes. a little bit from what got you there in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that happens a lot. And I think I, I've heard that from from lawyer moms and lawyer dads uh, over the years that that's something that they've definitely noticed. It's not just lawyers, but I think this is a really great example yeah. um, of exactly that situation. And the situation with Jane, too, and having two little kids. My kids are 15 months apart, for those who don't know. So my, my kids were uh, <laughs> very much in this, like, toddling around each other baby stage. Um, so I get where Jane's coming from mm-hmm. with this. And also this whole idea of her kids starting to grow up and her wanting to be involved. And this is not saying that she wants to be any less of a professional, she is still really highly motivated and wants to to help people. But what was coming up with Jane is that she wasn't exactly loving the work, the path that she was right. on anyway. Um, and she had these other needs and desires because she was seeing her kids grow up and wanting to be involved, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And, you know, as we said, like she was getting involved uh, with her first passions uh, with the American Bar Association. Mm-hmm. And then when she started her family, she really had to slow down. Uh, on those hours that were, you know, helping her 
get through her weeks. Yes. And that's that's what she was passionate about mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is tricky. Jane knows the stuff that she was feeling passionate about and how she liked to help people. Uh, but she also had a family that she wanted to help and be there for. Mm-hmm. So with Jane, we're really figuring out when, when Jane first came to us mm-hmm. with these questions, she was trying to figure out a couple of things. She was trying to figure out what her new career clarity really was. She had a lot of clarity when she went to law school. Mm-hmm. And Marie, you might have felt this too. I did. I went to law school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you might have had clarity around like what, why you're going to law school and these these feelings that you have. Is absolutely, that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I found uh, I found law school so interesting. Um, and, you know, of course, I sort of had an idea of where, where I thought I wanted to go. But then you have to land that internship. Yes. <laughs> and I get why she stayed there when she, she got hired mm-hmm. uh, after she, she got her degree. And then life starts. You start to have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all do. We all do. We have bills to pay. And you've invested time and energy into this place. Life is happening. So now Jane is hitting this point where she wants to pause just for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know she has a lot going on. She wants to pause for a second and figure out what this next stage of her career could look like. Does mm-hmm. that mean staying in the law? Does it mean st- moving to a different firm? Does that mean using her background in a different way? It could mean a lot of different things yeah. for Jane. And it's hard. It must have been hard for her to take that decision because you, as you said, like you work so hard to get there mm-hmm. and you think that you, 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 you've achieved some of your goals and then life changes so yes. much. Right? Yep. Yep. And what I say to Jane and to people like Jane mm-hmm. is that no one can ever take away the work that you did. There you go. And that degree that you have on that wall and the accomplishments and the experience that you have, Mm. no one can ever take that away from you, ever. That's yours. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an important point to make because when people start to think about making a shift, they're like, okay, am I throwing away my past experience? And that was certainly a sentiment from Jane. Am I throwing away all this hard work? But her skills are her skills. They're there. Her skills are her right? skills. Her experience are her, her experience. Her accomplishments are her accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And we can take all of that and kind of pull out the transferable skills that she wants to use next. Mm. And that's a really key part of this because you know as a lawyer by training mm-hmm. that you gained a ton of transferable skills, some of which you might have wanted to use in yeah. the next stage of your career. Some of them you were fine kind of putting on the shelf. And I say putting on a shelf instead of throwing right. away because you can pull them back out if you want to. For Jane, something that she really loved about being a lawyer, even when it was in corporate law and she didn't love the the mission behind it, she wasn't mm-hmm. as closely tied to that piece of it. And that must it. have been hard too. That yeah. was hard. That was hard. And I think that became even harder once she had kids and she started to want to show them that you can be excited mm. about your work. And she was proud of her accomplishments and all she had gone to school for and all she had done there. But she didn't really love the mission. When she was driving into work, she wasn't like right. psyched about it. But what she really did like was the project management aspect of oh, being a lawyer, Yeah, which is interesting. So it wasn't getting in front of a judge. When I, when I picture a lawyer, I picture like <laughs> law and order, like getting up and like, I object. And I have so many lawyer yeah, friends who are like, Becca, that's... Most of them don't 
ever go to court. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had a very, very law and order focused version of, of what lawyers are. But what Jane really liked was this project management and taking all the different pieces of a case that she had in front of her. Right. And putting them all together and thinking about how they could make the process more efficient mm-hmm. with her firm because time is money too right. and she wanted to make sure that they could get through this process in the best way for their clients and put all these different pieces together. So that's really what we started to dig into. Jane and I talked about peak experiences. What were the times when she was at her corporate law Mm. job and those times when she did feel like she was in flow? And we talked about flow a little bit before. When the time started to go by fast and she got excited about it, she was like, well, it wasn't about the specific case that we were working on. It was when I could sit and kind of put all these different pieces together and then see it happening oh kind of the start like the start the middle the end be like yeah I managed this from the whole way through that's such an interesting perspective to be able to uh, figure out like what are the best moments like when Mm -hmm. did you because no matter how you feel about your current job there are moments where you feel that you are at your best and yes yeah there are always moments there really are and I think this is true for every profession every Mm -hmm. job you chose that job for a reason and maybe it's because it was going to pay the bills and we're going to talk about paying the bills here in a second too i know um but there are still elements of that job that you're like like yeah that was kind of fun or that was cool so for jane it was this idea of like okay how can i use all of these skills that were really around project management Mm -hmm. and shift that into a role that would really value these skills and using kind of more of like her operational mindset and some Mm -hmm. of her research skills too. I should add that it wasn't just one skill. Of course. Um, Being able to use those research, the detail uh, orientation that she had as as a lawyer, but mix it into this project management type of role. Yeah. So you broaden her horizons a lot there. Yes. She had many options that she didn't even know she had. mm -hmm. And she then took it to the next level because something we talk about a lot in the Career Clarity Program, in addition to identifying those transferable skills and those passion areas, is okay. how do we start to take some hypotheses we have and test them out? Hmm. And she started having conversations with other former lawyers who had... No, I shouldn't say former lawyers. I should say former practicing lawyers so um, she, who had made a shift. She sort of did some research in mm-hmm. her connections. Yes. And she found out some people that sort of did the same shift. Exactly, exactly. And started doing that that digging and finding those people and having really great conversations, which led to connections, which led to introductions. That's so much less scary, right? right? Yeah. To start there. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting from the people that who might already know and like you. You mm-hmm. don't have to network from this place of, oh my gosh, I have to go to this networking event and put on a name <laughs> tag and have an awkward little like... The cheese plate. Cheese plate. Yeah, we don't need to do that. And I know in this podcast, we're going to talk about networking yeah. some more in more detail, but that is kind of where Jane started to take this. How can she identify the paths forward using the transferable skills that she wanted to use mm-hmm. and the people who have already done it? Yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, But was she worried about the salary? Like we Mm. (laughs) sort of have to talk about money here. Let's talk Um, about money. Yeah. Let's talk about money, Marie. (laughs) (laughs) And I know it's an awkward thing to talk about for a lot of people, but I think we need to talk about it. Right. Because it's a reality. And when we are 
let's, let's use Jane as an example. One of the reasons why she took this job after mm-hmm. her internship or after law school is that she had bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she had her law school loans. And these are all realities. And we know as fellow moms that raising kids is also expensive. Absolutely. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how did she approach? Um, was she scared of a pay cut? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was scared of a pay cut. And one of the things that we did, a couple of things, so let's start here, was to think about what her needs actually were. Huh. Uh, and so you sort of start with a baseline. Start with a baseline. Yeah. Yep, exactly. And oftentimes we go into these decisions around career thinking that, okay, I'm moving from X position to Y position. So I need to get X percent of a pay increase. Mm. And maybe that is true. Maybe you do need to have that salary increase. Yeah. But maybe that's sort of the catch 22 of the linear path Mm -hmm. too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. That you expect that you're kind of be going in this path and thinking, okay, linear path, linear salary. And I do not want to sit here and tell people, make less money. It's totally fine uh, <laughs> because you need to make money. And I every situation is different. Yes. Uh, you know, it depends on even some people will make the big jump and stop working for a little while, which mm-hmm. is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. But, but that being said, yes. you have to establish a baseline. Establish a baseline. So that's what we did with Jane and with the other folks who I worked with who have been in, in a similar situation. Is let's figure out what those needs are. Mm. So to sit down with your with your partner with a pen and paper. Ooh, fun conversation. Oh, fun <laughs> conversation. So fun. Uh, but when you get your little spreadsheet out and figure out what are actual needs and from the salary that yeah. I'm making right now, how is that fitting into our, our family's budget? Mm-hmm. And if I were to make a change, what costs would actually would, would we be cutting? Wow. Um, As part of that. So that was something interesting for Jane. She's like, huh, if I were to work remotely, Mm. and that was another thing with the flexibility. Yeah. How much would I, could I be saving annually? And Jane was going into the office every day in her corporate law position. There you go. A little bit of a break during um, when she was working, when her firm was kind of fully from, from home during 2020 yep. um, that's when she started to see like oh maybe I could work from home but they brought opened, everyone back yeah it opened the eyes of a lot of people during yes. that time too that's the perks of so yeah. from a, a wardrobe perspective she had a lot of different <laughs> costs that were yeah. associated with her job that she didn't feel strongly about some people feel really strongly about wanting to put on like the fancy clothes and to they they like going into the city and there's nothing wrong with that I want to say that there's nothing absolutely wrong with that at all but it wasn't what Jane was was passionate about. It wasn't what, mm. what drove her. So she realized she could maybe cut some costs if she was to make a switch here. But then we also started to, once she had an idea of like, okay, I know I need to make X amount of money and I could cut some costs here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this would actually meet fully our needs. Now we started to do some research and to figure out what are the different options out there. So if she looked at this functional area that she was interested in and she still needed to make a decent amount of money because their family had a, a house that they were paying for and other plans and like kids activities that she still needed to make a good amount, a good salary. So we started looking at companies that 
You could find the information on Glassdoor. Mm-hmm. You can see what some of these salary ranges Such a good were. resource. Yeah, yeah. Glassdoor is amazing. You can also, with new salary transparency laws, find yes. what job postings. We're getting there, right? Amazing. I'm so yeah. happy about this. Um, you can find what certain job postings are being what they're being offered at, what are this what's the salary? Mm-hmm. So she could do some research into these different roles. Um, even if she wasn't she wasn't located in um, New York, she could still look at job postings that were coming out of New York and Colorado uh, and see what are okay, what's the range for these positions? And Her even, search was super specific. Yeah, super um, specific. She could use this data to identify, okay, is this functional area that I'm interested in in this type of company mm-hmm. that I'm interested Because in? she was interested in making a move into tech, actually, um, because she also had, she had a lot of corporate clients who were in tech, so she had some transferables right. there, too. She could find a type of company and a type of role that would meet the, the salary wow. that she was looking for. Totally doable. Yeah, and I feel like establishing your baseline also helps for negotiation. It does. Too. We'll talk oh. more about it in probably a lot of future episodes. But oh, yeah. We, yeah. Need to, we need to have many, <laughs> many episodes on negotiation alone. Um, but having that number in mind mm-hmm. and knowing, like you can target your specific companies. Yeah, you have much more power, I think, mm-hmm. when you have more data about about yourself and about the market and your job search doesn't take as much time yes. right uh-huh because uh, you you know some people probably get stuck in that job search and they stay at the same place or it takes mm-hmm. months and then i feel like they get discouraged a little bit yes. right they do yeah they do and they start to feel like okay i don't if i just keep applying online mm-hmm. uh, i'll just keep applying online i'll just keep applying online and seeing what happens yeah. but when you do this process a little bit differently um, like Jane did and start to say what data can I gather Mm. both internally from understanding what skills I want to use and externally what are the different functional areas I could move into and what are the potential salary ranges yeah and then she knows what she can bring to the table too Mm -hmm. yeah yep she just had so much more information that she could bring into the search and ask really targeted questions and move her search along in a way that felt kind of more exciting than scary. Right. So how much time did it take and where did she land? Yeah. So all of Jane's informational conversations that she had and all the research that she did really paid off. Mm -hmm. And through those informational conversations that she had with people who had made changes and through her own connections because she had done some work in law with tech companies, she was able to meet some people who were like, ooh, Jane, you could come work with us. That would be amazing. <laughs> and she was part of the Career Clarity Program. So she was in the program. This was probably about month four um, and was into deep into interview processes with companies. As we speak. Uh, as we yeah, speak. Nice. As we speak. Yes. Um, who These are companies who really saw her transferable skills. She had to sell it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all part of this process, being able to own the skills that you bring to the table. She needed personal to make branding, personal also branding. for another episode. Yes. Um, <laughs> she needed to be able to clearly articulate to them mm. what is the skill set and experience that she's bringing. But she had that. She had it down. And now I'm super excited to see uh, where she's going to pick next. I'm going right. to say that because she's she'll in. She'll have to pick. She'll have to Isn't pick. Isn't it amazing? Yes. She's <laughs> in the process with a couple different places that are really well aligned with what she is, the skills that she wants to use. And what's the, the real kicker here? These are tech companies, but they're also 
really mission-based tech companies right. that are aligned with where she is from a like a heart-centered passion person to yeah. So there's so much good stuff here, and I can't wait to see where Jane lands. So Marie just used the word personal branding, and I think that's a great segue to talk about what we're going to talk about next week. And um, we're going to be talking about a story about Melissa. And Melissa came to us with these questions around this whole big, scary idea of personal branding. It is very scary. Uh, How do I brand myself? It's It's intimidating, right? (laughs) And I'm going to be moving from one uh, one industry to another industry, one functional uh, area to another functional area. How do I tell my own story Hmm. and that can be hard for a lot of people it takes practice and i don't think you can do it on your own (laughs) (laughs) it it helps to have help with this and melissa reached out for help and we're going to tell you her story of getting to a place where she was super excited about her personal brand Hmm. and where that took her next in her career so make sure you stay tuned for that yes thank you for tuning in to the more mommy grows up podcast If you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a flexible job you love without spending hours scrolling job boards. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be there every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner. If you have any questions or comments, you can send us an email at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us.